Have you made your January budget yet? Well, if you haven't, you're in the right spot because we're about to take you through. We're going to walk you through everything that you need in order to walk away from here with a brand new budget for the first new month of the new year. Yeah, we're hoping to help you brainstorm and help you stay accountable to what your goals are and what you say you want to do. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have big dreams for your financial future? Do you want to get debt-free, but you don't want to live on beans and rice? Or you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes? Hey, it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Hey, it's okay if you want to seem like you have your finances all together or you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. We know what you're doing probably isn't working, but guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa. We're best friends, business partners, and master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. We've been in business since 2019, helping hundreds of amazing people like you create budgets, get out of debt, stop living paycheck to paycheck, and know exactly what to do with their money. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. We want to help you take the guesswork out of your budget, improve your marriages, and even bring your kids in on the conversation. We can help you no matter where you're at, whether you're the single mom who's never had $500 in her savings account or the millionaire who's paid off four real estate mortgages. And we're not going to shy away from the tough love. We'll tell you what you need to hear and encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. We have a one-page budget uh, template that you can print. It's printable. It's easy to use. It gets your whole budget on one page. It's a really good place for you to start because you can. It's all. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's all on one page. You can just get a rough draft. You can get it going. Just like start putting stuff on paper. That's really how I do things. When I don't want to do it, when I want to procrastinate, I just start writing things down. Even if I'm typing, I'll just start typing like Shana because I don't even remember what I was doing. And then it will trigger my brain. So you just want to get started. And I think that this one page budget template that's printable that we have is so is the easiest way for you to just get started. Yeah, we have a lot of our listeners love it. They say that it's just so simple and easy to follow. And it has like Shana said, everything on one page. So make sure you grab that at mydoalbalance.com forward slash budget template. Okay, so it's time to get into budgeting. Okay, every month we come and tell you how to wrap up the last month and how to get started on your next month's budget. You can make your budget with us. And we're your little budget besties. Have a little budget dream date. You know, yeah, we get a lot of these suggestions from our clients. So when we're making their budget, this in turn turns into podcast topics for you to hopefully jog your memory, jog, oh yeah, that sounds good. Oh, I like that. So hopefully it, it hits home. Yes. And if you've listened to one of these before, then you know what we're going to say first. But even if you haven't, it's still super important. And what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and wrap up la- last mm-hmm. month. And this is important always, but especially important in December versus January. Why? Oh, there's a whole host of reasons. End of year, y'all. It's the end of year. It's so exciting. So what we want to do is go through and get the final numbers, put any changes that happen from when we sat there with googly eyes looking forward to December saying, this is what's going to happen. Now we're going to go back and say, oh, this is actually what happened in December. Maybe it went the way you planned, but maybe it didn't. But that's okay because either way, you just want to make sure you update any changes that happen. Yeah. So maybe one thing that happened was you underestimated your Christmas budget. We did hear that a lot this month with our clients. Again, we have a lot of new clients this year. We've reassessed our system and the way that we're doing things. So we have a lot of new clients in 2023. So this is the first time a lot of them are doing their budget this way. And so, of course, it's going to get messed up, but they did underestimate and we just adjusted along the way. 
Yeah. And I think one key point here is you instinctively want to err on Mm -hmm. being super frugal and underestimating because you want to, I don't want to spend that money. I want to put it to something else. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, uh, especially when you're just starting out, I don't think that's necessarily the best plan because it's it's a lot easier to overestimate and then come in under than it is to underestimate and then figure out where the money is going to come from afterwards. Don't. And it goes along with the stat that most people underestimate the amount of time something's going to take by 50% which is so true. And that is the same with this budget. You're like, oh, I'm only going to spend $500. And then $2,000 later, it's like, oh, maybe I underestimated a little bit. Yeah. I had a client and uh, she's probably listening, but we joked about it on the on the session, but she budgeted, I think it was like $450 for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And she ended up spending almost $900. And then, but she still wanted to put, you know, or had put $150 on extra on debt because that's what we said. We said, Oh, because you made your budget the way you did, you can still put $150 extra on debt this month. So she did the extra $150 on debt, but also overspent. So I was like, okay, but now where is that money coming from? So it's just, even when we're making like a first time budget with somebody, we so rather overestimate, underestimate your income and overestimate the amount that you're going to spend on things because that is easily adjusted versus the opposite. Like it's just so much harder. Absolutely. And it's how much better you're going to feel when you have money left over, say, in your envelopes for groceries or gas or whatever, because you didn't spend it all Mm -hmm. versus how much you're going to feel when you do the other way. So anyway, that's just a quick tip. So like Vanessa said, we had clients that underestimated their budget. And and then I had a client who she was really hard on herself when she came on the call. I'm so terrible with money. I can't plan correctly. And I said, how many times have you planned your Christmas budget before? Zero times. So why do you have the expectation that you should get it perfect the first time? It's just anything else is going to, if you're like me, you have to do things more than once to figure out the right way to do it, how to get better at it and all that kind of stuff. Just looking at it like a rough draft. And then obviously once you're done with this month, you'll have the data for next year. And for her, we, that's what we did. So she had, she, she had done really well. She'd planned for certain things. She planned gifts for her employees. She had planned obviously her kids and her partner and all of these other things. But what she forgot was a present for her boss. She forgot that part. Yeah. And then a book fair that came up that who plans book fairs and Christmas was fine that she did she had forgotten about so those things were what she had forgotten so we got 80% of it so what um we're still winning so we updated her savings her Christmas savings bucket tracker to be to remember Mm -hmm. we got to save for the boss there's a book fair that apparently that you do every year so that she can have that for next year without having to use extra brain colors and try to remember but I also want to say what I think was a big win for her was she borrowed from her savings so in the past it would have just gone on debt it would have been, who knows what would happen, but she has extra savings and she was able to just be her own bank in this. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. Like we can pay that back or maybe we don't even have to. But I think her being able, I, I, I try to tell her, you were your own bank. So yes, it wasn't optimal, but you covered yourself and that's a big deal for her. I think that's a good point to make. And we, we like to reiterate this a lot with clients is sure, maybe you went into savings to get money, but you would have normally just swiped a card. Yeah. And so this is a win. Yeah. And, and sure, maybe you had to, steal from the home account or the vacation account or something. I get it. That's not ideal. We do not want you to do that, obviously. But again, this is the first time you're doing this. And mm-hmm. it is okay to steal from yourself versus having to pay back somebody later on mm-hmm. for the credit that you racked mm-hmm. up. Yep. I had another client this month who was able to decrease their auto insurance because they switched companies and they requoted. And so what a great month to be able to do yes. that. <laughs> Very good Like job. she was so excited. It went from yeah. I think it was like $580 a month down to $409 or $408. So she was saving a lot of money. And that ended up, I think it equaled like over $2,000 for the year that she was going to save in auto insurance. And again, 
awesome month to do that. Yes, good job on that. Okay, another client got a year-end bonus, mm -hmm. and so they were able to use that and put it on debt. And this happened to a client of ours last year. I think they got like a $20,000 bonus, and they put mm -hmm. it all towards debt. And it was so huge that it made a really big impact. But this year, I had a couple that had the same situation. And so it was just a really nice way to give themselves their own little Christmas present at the end of the year. Yeah. And I did have, I had a couple of clients that it was a little uh, fun, fun time, fun. Well, we haven't even gotten through all the uh, December budgets yet, but some of them I would hop on and they'd be like, <laughs> I got to tell you. And then some people I was a little scared to ask because we had that Christmas budget and like, okay, are you done? Yeah. Did you finish? So we don't have to add any more to Christmas budget. And I did have some clients where I hopped on and they had either stuck to the budget that they set or they went and they came in a little under and we were able to adjust it, which I think is amazing like that if you can do that and this particular client she did she wanted to be super frugal her husband likes to be he's gifts giving us his love language they did have a conversation and i was surprised when we came back on the session she's we're just gonna we're basically not skipping christmas but all all things considered skipping because they needed yeah. to this year and so there's just it's a, a minimal budget so then we were able to keep that minimal budget and i took away that big budget that we had talked about it's like, wow, that, that happens once in a while. <laughs> yeah, you got to change things up a little yeah. bit. Uh -huh. So yeah. did, what did they end up doing with the extra money? They put it all in debt? Yeah. What did they want to do? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So now that maybe you've gone through and looked at what happened this month versus what you planned, mm -hmm. now let's try to set up. Okay. And here's the th big thing. Now you guys have data. I know we talked about that before, but remember this. Have a place where you're documenting each month where the what you said you were going to do versus what actually mm -hmm. happened. So that way next year in 2024, you have a great place to reference, right? Yeah, and on our signature budget template, we you can do this on, separately on your own version, but we have a place for savings bucket. And on Christmas now, it's not just a gift budget. Go right. ahead, <laughs> as you're fresh with it, remember, I have to buy a gift for my boss and the kids' secret Santas and- Decorations. All the different things that you spent money on this time, put it in there so you have that, that it's remembered somewhere else mm -hmm. in your brain for next year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You're gonna love that savings bucket sheet it's so awesome we love it and the christmas one is extra long <laughs> yeah listen. you seem to just have a little bit more that you have to buy for that specific holiday yes okay so now we're moving on to january so we've wrapped up december we know what's in the bank what's happened everything's accounted for everything got paid now i can look forward to what's going to happen in january and just like every budget there's going to be five things that you're figuring out what's going to happen when it comes to your january budget and the first one of course is your income um, the best number in your budget is the positive numbers that come in. So make sure you adjust for any changes in your income that is happening in January. I know if you are maybe retired military or you have disability, those usually go up. They equate for inflation, right? So just look at that. And then maybe you got to raise. Maybe you get an yes. annual change of pay, whatever. Just look at all of the different types of income, mm -hmm. what's going and how it's changing and make sure you put that down. Absolutely. And so then the next thing is going to be debts. And we're going to talk about this. Maybe you added to debt. So that's fine. We still love you. You're still fine. This is a safe place. We're still friends. <laughs> but maybe your debt payments might go up or you may have opened a card for the holiday season or whatever. So you might need to go in there and change up the debts from what it was in December and add anything that might need to be different. Yeah. And then also your bills. Are, did you add some subscriptions because they went on sale and for the holiday season? Are you did you get rid of some bills? Yeah. Did you happens? take some away? <laughs> So what, and also are your utilities changing because of the winter season? So yeah. make sure you look at that. What bills are going to be different for January and adjust for those in your new budget? Yeah. And maybe you're like, we have an awesome lady in our Facebook group who is, they paid off everything. So now they only have the mortgage. Mm -hmm. So all their debts actually got erased for January. 
and all they have to now their budget's going to change they're paying more in their mortgage mm-hmm. but that's fun so maybe you did something like that and we're really proud of you if you did so good job yeah and maybe if that is you then maybe you can start making an annual an annual bill savings bucket that's super important all those payments towards debt and now you are using that money to save up for all those subscriptions because normally if you pay for your subscriptions in a year for a year even auto insurance and things like that you get a discount mm-hmm. So maybe you can start saving for those things that you are paying monthly now, and maybe you can actually start paying like, annually. Like your property taxes, too. You pay yep. less because you pay them ahead of time Yeah, in one chunk. So, yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's something you can totally do and if you have some wiggle room like Vanessa's talking about in your budget. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we're going to talk about spending, y'all. And we're going to go through some specific spending items that might come up in January. But in general, is your grocery budget correct? Does it need to be adjusted up or down? You're spending money. Your gas is a little cheaper right now. So you might be able to, you might right be able now. to get away with it going down a little bit this month. Yeah. Um, I know we did that for us for our December budget. Our gas budget went down. Think about anything in the spending category that you might uh, update or add or delete. You know, one of the questions I ask my clients every time we're looking at their budget is I highlight their spending section of their budget and I say, is this serving you well? Yeah. Because you need to, be kept somewhat in a, we call like to call it a financial straitjacket. You need to be kept somewhat, there needs to be boundaries, mm-hmm. but also you need to not hate it yeah. because if you hate it and it sucks, you're not going to want to do it and you're going to say, you find know, a way to screw it, it up yeah. right. <laughs> and we're not doing this anymore or whatever, but it has to come to the point where it's meeting your needs. And so if it's not, just take a look and be honest with yourself and ask your spouse as well. If like you're yeah. giving, if he's getting a hundred dollars, a month and spending money and he's I hate this this is not working but I didn't want to tell you you need to know that you yeah. need to find that information out yeah and it, Vanessa said you're going for a long-term win here so if you guys always have enough money to just here and there get what you need or want is what I mean yeah or and then you can go on a couple date nights and you can always so that you can always take the kids for ice cream once or twice or whatever like and you just can live a life right. that you're comfortable and you are enjoying without spending all the extra money you want to do that because that you can sustain that you feel good about and then you, the when you go to make those extra payments, you're not like cringing or trying to steal that money or whatever. So you'll definitely be more successful. Yeah, yeah. So we we're talking about long term. So make the short term doable enough that you want to keep doing it long term, right? For sure. Okay, and then of course you're saving. So this, depending on what happened, this can change. We're gonna in a couple of weeks we'll be talking to you about setting up your savings buckets for mm-hmm. the year and all that kind of stuff. So you might have some things that you want to start saving for, or you might. Not need to be putting so much. You might need to update your Christmas budget because you don't need to put so much for this particular uh, now that you're starting in January. So just see what you need to change about that. Yeah, maybe you were able to pay off some debts like that lady. So now you are able to add a couple more savings buckets to your category and and save for vehicle maintenance and home repairs and Mm -hmm. travel and all that. So just adjust that of what it needs to look like for January uh, and make it. If the one thing that you do is add Christmas, we'd be very excited because now you can budget for Christmas for 12 months. So just take a look at that and see what you can do. Also, if your goal is to pay off debt, remember that is your goal. And if you're also trying to fund these buckets, make sure you're doing it conservatively until you have more wiggle room in your budget. Yes, conservatively is good. And and I do think it is good to get in the habit of conservatively saving for some, for all all of them. They're all important, right? Yeah. And if you can just start getting in the habit of setting money aside and having money around Mm -hmm. for those uh, moments, it's good. But it does need to stay conservative so you can still put a lot of money towards debt if that's one of your main goals. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, so there's a lot of things that might happen specifically in January in your budget that might not happen in June or September. So we're going to talk about those now. One of those is we love you. Remember we said we still love you. But if you use debt for the holidays, mm-hmm. now you've got to figure out how you're going to 
fix that or um, pay for the, the bills that you've accumulated. Yeah. So how can you have to readjust your debt column to add that debt to it? And now your minimum payments are a little more, right? So you need to adjust for that. And like I said, if you can also do that and uh, make a Christmas savings bucket for yourself, mm -hmm. you will not be in this situation next year. And you'll be so excited that you made that happen for yourself. Yeah. And we want you to put this in your budget if this is you, if you have the, or if you've somehow just borrowed money from your emergency fund, you have to pay it back. Whatever it is that you did right. to get through the holidays, mm -hmm. let's fix that as soon as possible because you don't want to be one of those people that it's back to next Christmas and I still haven't fixed for last Christmas. I haven't paid that off or solved that problem that I created for myself last December. You don't want to be one of those people. So this needs to be a big priority for your January budget yeah. as much as you can afford. There's statistics out there on those people. Yeah, We've pulled those numbers up before. There's a lot. There's hundreds of thousands of dollars that are still being paid for this year that were that happened for last Christmas. Yeah, we don't want you to be that statistic for next year. Mm -mm. So go ahead and put that in your in your budget, how you're going to pay off or fix up whatever damage you may have done, which is, again, we're going to give yourself grace, but we're still going to work to fix it. Yeah. All right. Another thing is maybe renewals or subscriptions. Like we talked about this holiday season. A lot of times those companies put things on sale. So maybe you got some for the first time. Maybe you canceled some. So make sure you check for any of those renewals yeah. and you put them in your budget. And if you have a January budget or a January birthday, like someone we know, then you might get to pay for your car registration and or driver's license. And people love that. Oh, that was such, me last year. Such a good birthday present from the state of Florida. But I don't know. Other states don't do it like that. But you never know. So think about that. And then, and yeah, and don't forget those January babies. If, if there's a birthday in your life that's January, don't forget to budget for them. Yes. <laughs> we love, we, we don't want to be forgotten. Yes. Do not forget them. Okay. And then we've talked about before, you're, there might be stuff for winter, like utilities or maintenance for your home or anything that you might need to adjust your budget for specifically mm -hmm. for, because it's, baby, it's cold outside. It is. Yeah. I don't do well in cold. Yeah. So I, if you just stay inside, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No. All right. Another thing you may be budgeting for is your health and wellness journey, yeah. right? So New Year's resolutions, all that comes. I do have a client. She is budgeting for a personal trainer. She's so excited. So if those are your goals, make sure you put them in the budget. Don't, yeah. it's not, oh, I think I'm going to, or I'm no. going to surprise myself. No, yeah. just go ahead and say, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. The gym memberships, the fitness equipment, whatever you want, the healthier food, the meal prep, the food containers, whatever you're doing, put it in the budget, make it happen. Yeah. I think that's really good. And you, you might have different New Year's resolutions that are not health and wellness. So just apply this to whatever those might be as well. But putting it on paper mm -hmm. and like committing, investing in yourself in this way is a big deal. And it's going to help you to even be more successful, right? If you have a goal, a resolution or whatever, and then I'm putting it in the budget, I'm, I'm investing some money into myself, which for most of us makes us want to do the thing because we don't want to yeah. watch that money just slip away for no reason. So definitely do that with whatever your goals are. Yeah. All right. So guess what's also coming up in uh, 2024 is tax season, y'all. So get ready for that if you need to budget for your CPA, if you are, have a small business and you need to pay your taxes on that, if you aren't paying enough any during the year on your regular taxes and you know that you're going to have to owe, make sure you're getting ready and setting that money aside. Um, maybe you've been setting aside all year, which is fabulous. Maybe you're not. And that's okay. You can start now. Yeah, absolutely. So don't forget about that one. And then you might have, and we're going to talk about this um, in, a, in a podcast uh, coming up, but you might have some savings goals for the new year. Yeah. Maybe you have something specific. You want a new car or there's a home project that you're trying to do or a trip that you're trying to take. So now is the time to start setting aside money for that. Any goals that you might have, then go ahead and throw that in the budget, too. It's never too early to start saving for trips, guys, because mm -hmm. guess what? Spring break is right around the corner. So It really is. And also, what else is Valentine's Day? You know how I know that? Store that we both will no. not mention. 
already has Valentine's Okay, I went yesterday and yeah. I saw that and I thought, I also went yesterday. Clearly they meant to have Christmas things. No, it's already. And I thought, I was so sad because I was looking for um specific ornament thing that I wanted to get for the kids' gifts. And I thought, how are we going to do, we bu- we budgeted for after Christmas Sale. sales to go get Shopping. some um, Christmas stuff. And if they're already putting all away, how's that going to work out for us? I feel like every year it's just getting earlier. Earlier and earlier. I'm like, so y'all, it is December 14th. Why is there Valentine's Day? But anyway, they're just. Oh, maybe that's the plan. It's two months before. Exactly. That's December dumb. 14th. I hate it. I don't like it either. I hate it. And I, Valentine's Day is not that big a deal to me. But if it is to you or maybe there's something special you're trying to do this Valentine's Day, you might want to set aside some money mm-hmm. in January so that you can have it taken care of instead of February 13th. Yeah, maybe that's it's not like, what you want to do. I don't know. And maybe it's like your anniversary or you have something and you're going to, I don't know, maybe you're going to propose. I don't know. There's a lot of things that could happen. Mm-hmm. And if this is you, just we're saying don't wait until February to budget for that. Start now. Okay. So let's talk about just a few things that our clients have done that we put in their budget for January and mm-hmm. just spur your thinking. So I know it's in Vanessa's budget and I know it's in one of my clients' budget, which is travel volleyball. So they got, she said, it was so funny. She said, I just got the email about the tournaments and they had the uh, book, the hotel stay. Mm-hmm. And she said, I wanted to vomit when I saw the price. And I said, I'm so sorry. But um, so that might be, if you have children traveling for sports, obviously that might be one that you need to put in your January budget. Yes. Don't forget about, it's not just the travel expense it is what comes along with it when you have children and so it's the hotels the food all of that that so make sure when you're doing your savings bucket a sheet on our budget template that you are including all of the costs not just the price of not joining just the that club. one <laughs> little price they tell you about in yeah. advance and this is for all sports yeah. it's all even if your child is doing rec sports okay there's still extra gas there's extra yeah. food there's extra things drinks supplies whatever that go along with it so just make sure you're accounting for all that yep Another thing that a client did this month was disconnect their Sam's Club card from their Bills account. Not sure why or when that happened, but or when it didn't happen. But now the Sam's Club card is connected to the grocery account, which is where it should be. And I just wanted to throw that in there as a reminder. If you guys have anything connected to your bills, go ahead and take that and put it in the right spot. That's good. Oh, and then I had another client that lives in a state that is, let's see, how do they put it? really bad about alcohol so they only have so much they can order or something i don't know the state so in other states they run the alcohol like virginia i know this. Oh, it's like regulated yeah super mm-hmm. regulated only the state can sell the alcohol and so i guess the state is also like that and they but they do it so poorly that at the end of the year they have all of the stuff left over because they didn't order correctly and they auction really fancy stuff off mm-hmm. for prices that are less fancy and so my client just had to do that and i had to get added to the december budget and it's fine guys it's so fine what it did though is he's pre-bought a lot of gifts <laughs> that's what we went with for and, 2024 yeah and i guess it doesn't go bad it doesn't and it and but it did take away their ability to pay off a credit card yeah um, if you're gonna get give and get here yeah so just Anyway, I don't know if you have an alcohol auction. But I thought I, I am like yeah. I have so Actually, many questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. I should not tell my husband about this. No. <laughs> nope. Don't. Not don't tell my bourbon it. man no, about this. No men that drink whiskey or bourbon or whatever they bought. None of that. Don't tell them. Mm-mm. Yeah. I had another client that she we had budgeted. She was hosting Christmas Eve dinner, so she had budgeted for it and she said I went to the store. I paid cash for it. Ooh, I felt yeah. so good. And when she gets her cash out once a month, every single time anyway, 
And she said it's automatic now. It's a habit. I don't even think about it. It's what I do. And it feels really good. So it was fun to add that. Yeah. Love that. I have a couple of clients that already had like cruises and things on the books or Mm -hmm. plane tickets that they had to pay for. So those were, we're already budgeting for those for January. And I had a lot of them that kind of updated their savings bucket amounts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they know that they went over for Christmas, Christmas budget. They know that they're adding travel and home repairs and maintenance and things like that, annual bills to their January budget. And we really want to get it on a 12 month basis. So they're mm-hmm. so, all of my clients are so excited to start this January budget to yeah. be able to have everything. And we are too. Yes. Believe us, as, <laughs> as financial coaches, we're ready to be done with November and December and get going on January. I just know yeah. that for sure. It's not, and it's not bad. It's just, there's so many things that are happening. Mm-hmm. And January tends to be a month where you can do a lot more because you don't have all of those things pulling at your budget. So, well, and I think, so I have another client who ha- they get to the holidays and then they set up all their annual appointments in January. So their vet appointments for their animals are coming up. And I, like I said, I had one that's doing a personal trainer, but I think everyone at the end of the year is trying to get the, their deductibles met, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So there's a lot of dentist appointments, doctor's appointments, all of this stuff, the vet animal appointments. There's just a lot. Plus, by the way, there's Christmas. And so looking forward to January, I think, is on everyone's mind. Yes, girl. All right. Some goals that our clients have that maybe you can adopt or get inspired from. Maybe you can take something from it and, and set it for your goal. We are paying off. Oh, it's really great with the government payments. How early you get paid. You get paid. With military, you get paid just a couple uh, days early, which mm-hmm. is annoying. But then also like Social Security, you get paid early. And so that's good and bad uh, because it just makes you have to not work within the regular calendar month. But the good thing is we're paying off their credit card. They're paying it off in December technically because they'll get all of their all oh, of their. Good, so they're yeah. going to have that whole they're going to go into January already having paid off credit card and feeling really successful. Like rolling the rolling successes train is happening. Some of the goals, like I mentioned before, are just planning for upcoming events, being prepared, making sure they have it on the books. This is the first time they're able to do this is mm-hmm. saying in January, we're planning ahead for summer. We're planning yeah. ahead for, I don't know, this, this, one of my clients has a baseball tournament for their yeah. child, right? Before it was, they were putting on a credit card and now they're saying, no, it is a priority in my life and I'm planning for it now. Yeah. Just along with that, my client that I talked about how she vomited when she saw the bill for the hotel. She was able to pull that because she was already setting aside for travel, but it was, we had, we did have to update it. And so now we know, okay, so when we, we look at the gas, we look Mm -hmm. at the actual trip, we look at eating while you're there, all of that, we need 500 bucks minimum per trip. Mm -hmm. So we go, we're going to go ahead and start setting that aside for it. So now it's going to be set aside. And she's also, because she's graduating from coaching, which is really exciting for her. She is going to start putting that money toward investing because she's out of debt. And she has everything. They have a glam up fund. They have a travel fund. They have Christmas fund. They they have all kinds of everything. So now whatever that money that we had that she had been doing with coaching, she can go ahead and throw that toward her portfolio. Whatever. I told her to talk to her advisor because she has such a she has a lot going on. I was like, see where they want you to put this money. (laughs) So it's not our category. I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah. That's good. No, and I have a, another client who is getting ready for their taxes. They own a business, mm-hmm. and so they are now setting money aside every month before they had to pay on their taxes every year yeah. because they were not prepared. And now they know that starting in January, they are going to be fully prepared and not get the 6% interest rate that they were charged because they didn't pay on time. Yeah. They are um, going to be ready for that. Yeah, so that's really good. So maybe you haven't been doing that with your business or maybe you haven't been doing the right things when it comes to how much you were setting aside personally either. Let's start January. So even if it makes your, means you're going to take a uh, hit in pay, it's going to feel a lot better to know that you're paying the right amount all year and not having to come up with this money and owe at the end. 
So go ahead and set that up. Set up, Start setting aside for taxes in your business now if you haven't before. By far, for sure do that. Yeah. I mean, that literally takes a five-minute phone call with your CPA or a five-minute look back on your financials for mm-hmm. last 2023 or 2022, excuse mm-hmm. me, and say, okay, this is what happened. This is obviously how much I paid. What what did I make this year? What, what am I going to probably have to pay? So you could probably do that on your own. Mm-hmm. And so that way you can maybe just make it a placeholder in your budget, just starting out, have a starting point. And so that that's another thing, like Vanessa was talking about how people were able to change up their savings buckets. We try to start with a little bit in travel, maybe a little Something. bit in Christmas, a little bit for your pets, whatever. Now, maybe January is the time where you can actually, like Vanessa said, they went back and said, this is actually how much it's all going to be. Maybe now you can set, instead of just that placeholder, beginner, tricycle yeah. wheel or training yeah. wheels version, Maybe now you can have a real mm-hmm. uh, budget for, like my client, she had a fake travel budget and now she has a real travel budget, but it was just uh, to get us in the motions of doing it. And now she has something that's actually going to help her afford to travel. Uh, that's so good. Yeah. So listen, guys, in order to help you do this, we have a, a wonderful free one page budget template mm-hmm. to put everything on paper and help you set up your budget for realsies. Perfect. So that way you can do it. Yes. So we hope that you'll go to myandalbalance.com forward slash budget template. Grab that. And we hope it serves you. And we'll see you next time. Hey, if you found value in this podcast and you're ready to go deeper, here are some ways we can connect. First, go ahead and take the leap. Book a free 20-minute financial coaching call with us. This is your chance to ask questions, to get personalized advice, and start mapping out your financial journey for free. It's on us. We're treating you. Just hop on a call, chat for 20 minutes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Next, join our supportive Facebook group where you can connect with other like-minded people who are trying to figure out this budget thing just like you. Yep. Or if you want to take it to the next level, grab our signature budget template. You've heard us talk about it. It's a game changer for organizing and optimizing your finances. It's practical, user-friendly, and it's the perfect tool, girl, Mm -hmm. to start making real progress. And if you're ready to get serious about your finances and you know you need the accountability, sign up for financial coaching now. Guys, this is the one-on-one hand-holding that you know you need. Let's be honest, guys. If you're going to do it on your own, you would have done it already. So that's what we're here for. Yes. So visit myidealbalance.com for all the details, all the links, everything you need to get connected. And hey, if today's conversation sparked a new idea or inspired a change in you, why not share that spark? Tell a friend about the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Your words could be the nudge that someone else needs to start their journey towards financial freedom. And by the way, as we say goodbye, remember your financial journey, your well-being isn't just about numbers. It's about all the peace, the joy, the lack of stress that it's going to bring into your life. So you've got this and we're here to support you every step of the way. Mm